Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hey, property magicians. Welcome to today's Property Magicians Podcast, episode 46. My name is Rangile Makwakwa and you can find me at Wealthy Money on Facebook or Rangile Makwakwa on Instagram. And with me is my co-host, Mizo. I am Mizo Rainmaker on all the social platforms. I'm Miranda. Welcome to our podcast 46, another lockdown podcast. Happy to be <laughs> here and excited to tell lockdown you about our you. guest. <laughs> lockdown for us, yes. Lockdown in South I Africa. I am no the under lockdown, guys. So, whew, I've wow. had freedom for the last three weeks. I even yeah. did a weekend getaway two weeks, uh, two weekends ago. So I remember. Yeah. So watch me, fam. Like, I am no longer on lockdown. Sri Lanka hasn't had any new... <laughs> daily corona cases there's still corona cases in hospital but no new daily corona cases being reported for over three weeks now so that is such a good thing and we are having a breakdown we are just having an explosion and an outbreak the eastern cape is going down like you can't believe so it's a it's a blessing to be here and still to be healthy and not to have a family member that's positive then it's a it's yeah. heartbreaking. I work on a digital health platform called Hello Doctor. So my daily, daily is to help to get as many people to get to the test mm. and the correct people to screen people for testing. It is the most heartbreaking work to do. Yeah. Oh, so man. if if nothing else on this podcast, the message is social distancing should be a thing, guys. The mask, you can't yeah. afford to say the mask is uncomfortable. The mask is something you are going to have to live with for the next at least six months. We need to be yeah. compliant. Yeah. 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 We are so, also wearing masks out here. So okay, even without yeah. without the cases, we're still wearing masks. We're still washing our hands at every shop. We're still living as though the virus is alive, just for safety alive. purposes, because you never know. Right? Yeah. But wow, let's talk about our guest today. It's Leo Khan. Yay. Yes. Yes. Oh my Guys, God. we have an amazing podcast for you today. Leo yeah. Khan actually grew up in, the, in a squatter camp. Yeah. He's only 27 years old. He is the first in his family to go and get a university degree, to graduate with matric. Mm-hmm. And he has built an incredible property company. Incredible. Yeah. We're talking about yeah. projects that are like 18 units, 98 units, and is currently working on a 380-unit property development. Uh, development. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Yes. Gosh, I mean, this podcast is just on fire. We we get all political. Let's just, a warning, a warning, guys. We get all political about it as well. Lebohang <laughs> Lebebe is, is, is an amazing guest. And I just love how he has broken so many 
barriers that were put yes. in his path, Black Charles, yes. he has done absolutely, yeah. absolutely incredibly well. Totally inspiring. And I, yeah. think, I think this is just one of those podcasts where you just think, okay, yeah. we're going to be all right. You know, we're going to yeah. be fine. I, I also to... felt that, hey, I was like, <laughs> oh there's hope, hey, like, hope. regardless yeah. of the circumstances, and I keep thinking it's not about where we are right now, or where exactly. we have been that we should judge ourselves, but yeah. it's really where we're heading, and wow, this is beautiful, this gives it us is. so much hope. So much hope, so this is podcast about, it is a development and actually mm. a funding of a development as well. So it's a combination of yeah. two, how to get into yeah. development. And again, another podcast that is directed at people who think, well, I've got this money. Mm. What do I do with it? There's a way without you working in the property business, there's a way of investing with very good returns in property investment. Shall we do this then? So Shall we? Yep, let's move on to Lebukhang. Hi, Lebukhang. It's so awesome to have you on the show. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thank you very much for having me. It's, a, it's, a, it's an honor to be in your, in your broadcast and, you know, talking about um, real, uh, real estate and wealth creation. Yeah, wealth creation. Underline that. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning yeah. from Tobek. And I don't know what time is it. Um, weather in, in Sri Lanka. In Sri Lanka, it is one thirty-nine p.m. Sri Lanka and India have this like little thirty-minute thing going on with the time, which always like trips people up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Lebuhang. Hmm. Yeah. So Lebuhang. Yes. Uh, thank you again for coming on the show. Tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you do on a full-time basis? All right. I'm Lebukhang uh, is a 27-year-old. Um, I grew up in, in, in a township called Tembisa. Actually, I actually grew up in a, in a squatter camp uh, raised okay. by a single wow. parent. Yeah, raised by a single parent. I hold four qualifications um, in finance, of which the highest is an honors in taxation. I'm a business accountant oh, wow. by profession. Um, I only pr practice for a few years before I quit my job and <laughs> go into go full time into the the, the property investment um, and development space. Okay. Yeah. Wow, man! Listen to that. So um, I know. In Tembisa, where, where Lebohang, I also grew up in Tembisa a little bit. My first I grew up in, uh, there's a squatter camp called Madela Gofa. Right. It's, um, it's very close to Rabasutu Police Station, if you know it. Oh, I know where Rabasutu is. Yeah, I there's a squatter camp behind the, the Tembisa library. So there's, there's a squatter camp closer to that. Yeah, that's, that's where I grew up. Awesome. Oh, wow. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. Thank you, thank you for, for agreeing to coming on the podcast. And I'm sure it was a far-fetched dream to even think one day we could be talking on a podcast with you. So, <laughs> tell, 
when and how did you even get into real estate uh did you buy yeah. a property how did you buy your first property how did how did that happen well um with so i i have practiced as a business accountant so during my my years in in practice as a business accountant so i had i had um real estate clients um i have i had clients oh, that were wow. in the development wow. space I had uh, I had doctors, lawyers, and other professionals that were I was right. working closely with. So, right. and 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 I realized that within within my years of 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 of, of practicing as a business accountant, I realized that there's there was a you know there was a a lot of people that wanted to get into the market, but um, there was there's. Yeah. The, the the access to market is is very um, capital intense for mm. for for a lot of people, and yeah. and for some that do have the capital to go into, uh, especially the property development space, um, they don't mostly are professionals that don't have the time or the experience yeah. to go into into mm. into that market. Like so. That. Yeah, so um, so when I quit my job, I took it upon myself to approach um, my network that I've built over the years to, okay. you know, you to, to gather the funds, um, you know, to, to go into the development. So I, I created a financial model that, that, that speaks to um, the, the market and um, the model that I wanted to implement in the market to say, look, look guys, um, this is what I can put on the table. And if we all contribute within, into, into this project and then share according to you know, the portions, the, the investment that we've invested into that portfolio, and then we can share profits accordingly and shareholding according to, to our contribution. And then that's how I, I actually um, came about it. And we put our own money in, into, into it. I found, I found someone that owned the land so we went into partnership with that person and then we built our first complex um and then that's how it's it all started okay so i'm gonna wow yeah. that is amazing but i'm just gonna backtrack a bit so before you um started the fund and had you already bought your first property um Yes, my primary property. Yes, I had already first uh, bought the primary property where of which I was occupying it. So it was not an investment property. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So when you bought the first property, were you already thinking that one day I'm going to be an investor, or you were just thinking this is just for me to live in? Um, it was a far-fetched dream, you know, it was something that I was thinking in the long run later on in life, something that I'm going to retire on, not, not something that I'm going to be full-time doing on a, on a daily basis, yeah, waking up to, to go do. So it was, it was that, that kind of thing. Oh my mm. gosh, that is nice. incredible. No, this is, this is huge, man. So yeah. you, you your townhouse i i will presume you go and buy a, a little townhouse and you are staying there you and you come from that and right straight up into a development of how many how many units and where is this is it in the township where is it 
No, the first one actually it was and um, it's it's in Kempton Park, so it's not um, so it's a mm. it's a medium to high end market. That was the right. first one, mm. and um, it was eighteen 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 units of two bedrooms, okay. of which of which we later on sold um, yeah, because um, it it was not speaking to the model that I had developed initially. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. So because we got we got a different um, so so the model was for 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 it was a different model, um, and then we we got the land in an affluent area of which it's a total you know it's it speaks to a different model. So we had to develop that and um, but but it's still we still made it work and, and profitable at the end of the day. Okay. okay, so can you please talk, uh, walk us through the process of that? So uh, tell us how you, uh, the process of getting the land in the area, how did you manage to get the land, buy it, etc.? And then what was the construction process like? Because it was well, your first development, right? <laughs> yes, that was my first development. So the first one, um, remember I did say that, um, we we didn't buy the land so i i we partnered with someone that had already had the land oh wow yeah so okay. we, we went into partnership with that because because we are a group we are a group of people that came together to do this so we we partnered together to say look we coming with the funds you coming with the land then yeah. huh. um, then we'll, we'll how did Oh, sorry. How sorry. did you find this person? How did you find this person? And how did you guys structure the deal? I mean, this is so fascinating because I'm just thinking right off the top of my head. We know mm -hmm. some students in the Money Magic course, Mizo and I, that now yeah. have land. And this yeah. is like an actual resource. So how do they, yeah. if they want to go into a deal with someone, how do they structure this deal? Can you walk us through that? Who's so, yes. <laughs> so it depends on because I, I have I have different deals of this nature that I've done over the years, right? So yeah, okay. it, it it really depends on 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 the conversation that you guys have and the agreement that you that, that all the parties um, come to. Um, so. Yes. So, for instance, the first one, what we did is that we registered a company that we, we transferred this land under, and then all the funds went into the company, that, that company's bank account. And then, um, obviously, there was an evaluation of land, how much, you know, that portion of, you know, the, the ownership as to how much they... So what we do, we establish the whole total, the total um, cost of the, the development, and then mm -hmm. we break it down to say, um, the land is worth, for instance, if it's worth a million and the development is six million, so that means right. you've contributed about 18% into the, into the, into the um, development. That's so that's your, own, the, your fraction ownership. Okay. Um, and then as to the contribution of, of each, um, member as well of 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 that um, development, we, you you share uh, um, you own as per your contribution into the into the project. Okay, so you guys just to get very very clear, right? So I break it 
down in layman's terms is what I'm hearing you say is that you guys costed the entire development land plus construction, right? Yes. And then you said, how much is this? So if the land is worth this much, then your share of this development is going to be worth this much. And that is the percentage that you gain. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. Okay. This is, this is okay. So, guys, just <laughs> that is the layman's terms. But let's just take our our podcast listeners. You must know there are rookies, and then there are people who have been around a little bit. Now, development sounds so huge, man. There are so many moving parts from um, the land environmental studies, the architect the the civil engineering yes, all yes. of that how did you put how did you put that team together or you let somebody else who who is who who knows development do that because i i see you as the systems guy and the money guy so how does that work so basically what we what we then did is um remember we we are it was most of of the people in the in that in that group was were professionals so we everyone knew, knew um a certain professional that can come and help um in a, in a different sector be it um, a structural engineer be it a a civil engineer be it an architect be it a quantity surveyor be it an architect or you know um or a, 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 a developer um, that that okay. that one you um, that mm-hmm. has the experience, the practical experience of of doing it. So we we had um, you know um, um, linked more on 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 our, our networks and people that we knew over the years, people that we, the relationship that we've built. So we used that leverage. We leveraged on on the relationships that we had, plus my mentor as well. My mentor has been in the development space for over 15 years now. So, I yeah, so I, I, I leaned, I, I leveraged on that, on that um, relationship more. Till, till this day, I still have a good relationship with my mentor and we do, we do a lot of work together as well. Okay, okay. Mm, so you went nice. straight and bought a coach for property development. <laughs> Level <laughs> right, but this is very important. It's very, very important yeah. to underline that no one is born knowing necessarily. You might have the passion yeah. and the fire to do certain things, and mm. some people would, li- would want to short circuit that and not use a coach because they think I can do this, and coaches are too much money. Or I, yeah, I have to share my idea with someone. There are all sorts of things that block people from from not taking. Hundred percent. Yeah, mm. you know. So I it's think, a very, very important part. Yes, Levoka. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is people need to realize that um, a business is about taking risks. So if you're not willing to take risk, you're not gonna go anywhere in in, in, in business. So yeah. and yeah. and and they need to realize that um, knowledge. Um, it, 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 it comes at a cost as well to, you know, yeah. they have knowledge and expertise. They come at a cost. You can't, you can't, you can't expect someone to, to sit with you, you sit down with you for an hour or two just for free and yeah. without, you know, you thought you yeah. had to pay for the time because oh they, they acquired, oh. 
they acquired that knowledge and experience over time and it it, it costed mm -hmm. them money it costed them time yeah it costed them yeah. a lot of sacrifice and some they have lost a lot of money in the process of acquiring that experience so yeah so it, it yeah it, it's one it, it's even worth more than what you pay when you're consulting with them with those people yeah yeah i also want to say that the reason why people pay for coaches right is because you're paying for the opportunity cost that person of that person's time right because literally they could be doing something else with that time versus sitting with you and people are like wow it's just an hour i just want to pick your brain but wow in that hour i could uh, like that person could have had time with their own mentor. They could have met with their accountant. They could have met for coffee with uh, another person in their network, closed the deal, done something. So this is I mean, why I think I, I like that you brought up that costing. Yes, 100%. <laughs> So let yeah. me, let's just let's just talk about this uh, first property as well, this first development as well. You you absolutely had, I'm sure, lots of nights where you couldn't sleep because you had doubts, you had fears, and there were challenges. Can you share a yeah. bit about those, the doubts, the fears? What what were your biggest? Oh my God, what have I gotten into? <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing first is, is is the fear of the unknown because you're getting into a space that is is considered a, a an old man's game. Um, you're getting yeah. into a <laughs> you're getting into a space where you know that it's very capital intensive. Uh, you're getting to yeah. a space where it's it's highly uh, regulated in in in, in the okay. in the property in the whole property yeah. property space. Um, yeah. You're getting into a, a space where um, should anything go wrong, you might lose all of your money in, in the whole, if, if, if your construction mm. it can, um, is not, you know, up to standard, yeah, yeah you, you might lose, yeah. you know, you might have to demolish and, 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 and lose your money. You, yeah. Um, there's a wow. lot of consultants. And you are there's dealing with problems. other people's money, loads of money too. Yeah. Yes, yes. So you're yeah. dealing with other people's money. Um, you, you know, you, you, there's a lot of consultation that happens. Um, there's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of, um, things that you don't know that you still need to learn. You learn yeah. as you go, you know, um, and some, some mistakes that you make, they cost you money. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, it's, it's that thing of saying that, you know, I can't, I can't let this fail because now yeah. it's, yeah. Because also you have the skin in the game you have people that you need to account to you have yeah. you have you also have your own money invested into the project you yeah. you you know there's there's a lot of at stake that needs to be you know um looked carefully and and yeah. dealt with at very yeah. carefully as well so mm. it's so you spend you spend most of your nights um in front of the laptop you know in front of between meetings most of your days between meetings after the meetings you need to do it all the whole um all the readings that you can you can do on the books you, you watch all the youtube videos that you can possibly you find on youtube in order for you to upskill oh my yourself. goodness yeah in order for you to be competent oh, enough to, to, to complete the project yeah wow your, your investors yes 
profile of your investors? Are they other, where they, we are talking about the first project, you are, this is two years before, so you are 25. <laughs> now, give us a profile of these people. You have an architect who is 39 years old. You have an investor, <laughs> 25 years old. You've got uh, how many investors were there? I, I just want to, you to paint the picture for the podcast listener so that people see that, you know, in property, we talk about property is relationship long before mm. the start. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. So give us a profile of all these people that were in there, what, what sort of age range, what sort of professional level. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so the youngest person, um, if, um, he was about 39 yeah. and the oldest um, if you were, he was um, he is currently he is seven, uh, 67 wow so he was, he was 65 at the time so you can you can imagine and you have in that in that whole um, pool you have uh, lawyers you have doctors you have engineers you have you know business people as well in, in the yeah. whole pool of, of, of those investors. So it was, it was, um, it was, if to think about it now, it was very intimidating to deal with these people, but uh, I, had to, I, had to, I had to be brave and, and um, you know, take on, take on the challenge. Okay. <laughs> so that how is... did you master the bravery? <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> uh, you how just... did you master the courage? I think, what you've just said is so key, right? Because I think yeah. the thing that often stops most of us from starting anything is I don't have the courage. And what will people say? Like, I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough courage. So how, what are some things that you did to keep mastering your courage? Do you have any like emotional skills that you worked on? I'm always interested in that. <laughs> Absolutely. So you, you need you need a, a lot of in, emotional intelligence, right? Even when you yeah. you know you, you have a lot of pressure that you need to deal with, but you yeah. don't have to show it yeah. to your to investors that you are also panicking because if you are in, in the forefront, yeah. if you panic, everyone else panics in uh, behind you. Yeah. So you need to yeah. uh, you need to be brave. And I think that skill was developed over the years because I had to break a lot of uh, cycles in my in my in my life. I okay. I, I I came from 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 a very poor background where yeah. I, I stayed in a squatter camp in a, in a, yeah. in what yeah. I call a tin house. So yeah. Yeah. so having to you know to come out of that and break the cycle of poverty, having to be the first mm. one to pass my trick, even let alone sure. so, let alone flying colors, uh, having to you know go to varsity to go study um, finance or else you don't have a finance background. I didn't, I didn't do accounting in high school. So I had to go start wow. accounting in varsity. So you can imagine the, the pressure that I had to endure, um, you know, throughout my life. So I had already gotten used to, you know, handling a lot of pressure. Um, yeah. So that built, built a lot of confidence um of myself and and my capabilities so i always also i always want to see how far i can go i want to be yeah. break my limits that's my everyday goal to see to see how far can i can i challenge myself and what boundaries wow. and, and you know 
heartbreak in my life. Wow. That has always been the, 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 the challenge that I've given myself. Wow, man. Wow. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, right? Every time we invite a guest to, <laughs> to the Property Magicians podcast, we think this is what we are going to ask the, the guest, right? And then our <laughs> yeah. guest comes on the show and they create the show themselves. So your podcast, yeah. Then, yeah. yeah, it's doing exactly that. It changes into... yeah. Old, into its yeah. own. Oh my gosh, that 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 is such an incredible share. Um, I can imagine oh. having to break. When we started this podcast, we said most brown people are not told the gem that's sitting in property investment. Right? Mm. We are not yeah. taught wealth creation. Now here yes. you are, out of Umku Kune, out of a teen house, which I've never experienced. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You had an idea of wealth creation. Yeah. What the heck, mm. right? Who yes. told you? Yeah. Who, told, who even yes. you can yeah. get into a portfolio yeah. that will create wealth for you, for yeah. generations to come, yeah. and to get yourself and your yeah. mom yeah. Of, a, of a poverty cycle. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 So with 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 me um, growing up, I've always it's always been that curiosity to say, you know, because um, you I, I would go to school because I've, I'm from this what I came. I go to school. You get you know you yeah. meet kids from all different backgrounds, um, and yeah. and because because you are probably you are the only one in the in the class that comes from. A, a squad I came. Um, so you ask yourself, why am I different from these guys? What is, yeah. you know, what is different between me and them? Um, yeah. How come that, um, you know, you watch, you watch TV, you see people enjoying wealth, driving nice cars, staying in nice houses, and, you yeah. know, experiences, experiencing all, all the best things that money can buy. And then you ask yourself, what is different with this person as opposed to me? Um, and, 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 and how come are they enjoying um, life more than I do, you know? So I had to, I had to um, ask myself such questions. And, and in the process of me asking myself such questions, so I had to seek answers to those questions. I started to become curious to say, how is it that you know, the statistics says only 1% of the population in the world enjoy 90% of the world, okay. uh, the world's wealth. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I kept on asking those questions. What is different with these people as opposed to us? Are they not human as we are? Um, what, what, what are they doing that we are not doing? So I started following um, a lot of people that are, uh, have broken boundaries. So I, I also started reading a lot of um, people's life, um, following them up and, 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 and listening to their life stories. And um, in my search, I've realized that a lot of people come, there's a lot of, in every case, um, in every situation, 
there's a lot of people you can at least find five people that broke through that that uh, that uh, negative situation and made something out of themselves so i took i took that upon mm. myself to say you know what I, I also want the best that life can offer i also want to enjoy yeah. the life um you know the everything everything that is beautiful that uh, money can buy so i took it upon myself to say look i'm i'm challenging myself to break to break um, you know the the cycles to break uh, the boundaries to you know to 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 acquire and build wealth for myself and and and, and enjoy the wealth for myself as well so that's yeah. that's the challenge upon myself and i started doing that awesome wow awesome. wow that is amazing there's no other yeah. way you have to be asking the right yeah. questions so that yes. so yes. the answers can drop on you yeah okay. yes yes oh so, wow that is just phenomenal so let's just go back to the first development because i want to hear all we want to hear all about the other developments so you said that the model wasn't correct did you guys sell out of that um development after you built the 18 units so what what we then do is we initially started renting it out right Oh, um, yes. yeah, we initially started because I, I built for rentals. I don't build to sell. So yeah, I yeah. developed, I developed to rent um, because I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm into this for, for a long term. I'm, I'm building, okay. um, you know, um, long term investment. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't want quick cash, although quick cash is good, but um, I, I prefer, I prefer long term investments over, okay. over, you know, short-term returns so what we then did is we realized that when, when we, we we when we um rented them out we yeah. it took literally six months to fill the place oh, so wow. yeah wow. so that according to my model that took longer yeah that's so <laughs> so yeah and and you know when once you lose a tenant you take like a month or two or three, even yes. three months to replace that tenant. So that, for me and 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 my model, it's it, that is that takes longer. That is longer to, yes. to replace a tenant. So, and to give you an example, um, one of the developments that we have in Lombardy West, it's ninety-eight units of 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 the studio apartments. Yeah. It took us literally. It took us literally three weeks after after the completion of the development to fill the place. Wow! Wow! wow. Okay, yeah, wow. I can see the challenge. So if I'm an investor that's looking to, that's invested with you, my, my, my 500,000, and you are going the rental route, probably there were other people who wanted to get out and who wanted their money back, like, with their interest or whatever. What were they doing? Yeah, so that that's that's true um that, that is one of the the the, the factors that made um led us to to selling the units um so some of the investors were were you know did the, did a bit of research and realized that they can get more within a very short space of time so hence hence we went we went the selling route so we okay. we 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 sold those units for six nine five each. We got twelve point six million from from it. We made okay. about three hundred percent profit from 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 the development itself. So wait, that yeah. truck. I I was still on the Lombardi deal. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no 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 we we on the first deal. We are I know, the first deal. Yes. I, I just heard like three hundred percent profit, and I was like, That's what? It. Like what? 
300% return on investment, walk us through yes. that. So for these 18 units, you sold them for a 695,000 rand each, right? Yes, we made, we made about 12,600 um, turnover okay. from that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you made 12 million, which was 300% return on investment, which is crazy. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, well, that's uh, actually that is what what development can do for you, as opposed to any oh other, God. you know, any other um, prop, uh, property investment types. Um, development is, yeah. is the reason why I went to, into development is because it's it's the most profitable property investment type. In the market. Oh, I had no yeah. and, it, clue. and it's consistent and it's very it's consistent. consistent. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really high risk. It is a little com more complex, but the more you do it, the more you do it. But the yield is very satisfactory, right? It is. 100%. 100%. That is wow. so incredible. And that has given you the rumor to keep going, the development. Yes. Mm. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. So, so this is absolutely incredible. Thank you. Sorry, <laughs> 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 so, so Lebohan, what, what in your system then did you feel like needed improvement? What, what is it that changed from that first model to the second, to, to, to the model that you are using now? Because that was what created the improvement of Bees House, isn't it? Is your business called Bees House? Yes. Yes, it's Bees House. B-I-double-Z. Bees House. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, so um, so what what would you say were the e issues that you felt needed improvement then? Um, so the model the model that I initially developed is it was for you know um, complexes because I've realized I did my research I realized that there are no complexes in and around townships. No, there and oh. so and. And the biggest thing is people in the townships, they are looking for security. The, the, the biggest thing is security in, in the townships. And, yeah. and, mm. and we don't, for people that are renting in the townships, that, their biggest, that's the, that is their biggest, um, you know, um, thing that is not catered for. So yeah. that, was the initial, yeah. that was the initial model that I came up with to give people, you know, um, the mid-rent but in Tembisa type of lifestyle, you know, um, wow. to give them experience. So, so that's that's basically what we we, we are doing. We we building, we building our apartments in and around townships, um, and wow. then we make them we make them affordable as well. But we don't com compromise wow. on quality, uh, comfort, and standard as well, and um, yeah. security of, of the people of our people because that's exactly what we're looking for. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people come come out of. Um, out of uh, townships, not because they they really want to go out of townships, but because yeah. they they are not catered for. It's either when you're in the township, it's either you 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 know you rent a back room, or yeah. you rent um, or, or or you you know you live at home, um, or when you yeah. when you get something. Um, that is a bit comfortable. The parking is an issue now. You need to wake up your 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 neighbor in order for you to 
to go to work in the morning. So there's no enough parking space. So there's no, so you don't get the experience that you would get if you were to go rent in mid-rent. And another biggest factor is that, um, you know, some people, they can't really afford the mid-rent lifestyle because once you start, once you go out of the township, once you go out of Tembisa to go rent in mid-rent, that means now you need to be mobile. If you're not mobile, yeah. you're not you know, yeah. going to incur a lot of cost when it comes to you, when it comes to, you know, your Uber services or e-hailing services as a, as a whole. So that means when you go buy bread in, 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 in a township, you just walk to go buy bread to this puzzle yeah. shop. But, but when yeah. you stay in mid-range, you now need to drive to the garage or to the nearest complex in order to get bread. And that becomes, you know, your lifestyle becomes a bit expensive. So we want to, um, the aim is to bring that that um, experience of, of being in the semi-suburb or in the suburbs back in the township in order for our people to have an affordable and also um, comfortable uh, living space as well. Absolutely. Wow. Oh my gosh. So when you have wow. that's how you develop because I think that's, that's what is also mm. missing our government. Mm. They, you know, I, I don't know yes. who does the town planning. I don't know who does the planning in the future of how we're going to house our people. Our people yeah. are not necessarily necessarily wanting all of them to live in North Riding and to, to move into yeah. the cities and whatever years. And they are quite happy with getting onto the taxi and traveling a 20 kilometer commute and coming back home because there yes, is a way yes. there is Gassi living that they like. Mm. You know? As you're living, yeah. Okay, so plan the yeah. schools, plan the living spaces, plan the yeah. house. This one who is newly employed, a small little yeah. young teacher who is 24, yeah. where is she going to live and whatever? So you you are yeah. I, I I I get you, and I am so appreciative of that. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I I totally agree with what you've said, uh, Mizo, because. I have friends who are in very, very high-profile positions, and yeah. they they choose to live in the township. Like one of my friends is like, "Why would I move? Because yeah, I earn lots of money every month, but it also means that I have excess cash flow in my bank. I've already paid off my entire house. I've paid off my car. All my salary does is it just sits there, and I'm able to go off and." go on vacation when I want. My kids go get to go to good schools. She's not yet in real estate investing, but I'm sure that she listens to the show and she'll move into that, right? But the yeah. thing is that what she loves is that most of her salary gets to just chill in her bank account or gets to go into shares and exchange-traded funds. And that she's her thinking has been, I don't have to... Uh, pay for a lifestyle that is going to cost me tons and tons and I have the neighbors I love, the friends I love in the township. It's a perfect. Because the lifestyle in, in the township is totally different from different from the lifestyle in 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 uh, in, in in the suburbs or semi suburbs. In in the suburbs uh, you can live there for, for five years and still not know your neighbor your neighbor's name or or how, how is your neighbor's wife look like? So as, as yeah. opposed to in the township, the township is more of a, a community. Um, you know, people live together. They, they, 
they want to be together. So um, the suburbs, yeah. they keep people apart and people, a lot of people, they prefer um, being in the townships more than they don't prefer being in the, um, in the suburbs because now in the suburbs, you, 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 you live alone. It's, it's one man for himself. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's so deep. It's yeah. about the community. 100 yeah. percent and and to, to also avoid uh, another thing is also to avoid you know the stigma of of midran people you know what they say about midran people that midran <laughs> yeah. people they don't have furniture it's, it's, it's not because they don't it's not because they don't want to have furniture sometimes it's because they can't afford it they can't afford it because now if you yeah. if you stay in midran for instance if you are you are still under entry entry level market of 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 uh, as a professional for instance you still yeah. and and most of the internships they pay less than 10000 rand a month i know uh, right when, when when you're starting out oh and gosh. if if you move into to mid rent that means that you are you are forced to buy a car and if yes. you buy a car and you rent in mid rent you don't have access cash 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 flow to buy furniture yeah. so as a result yes. you you your your lifestyle is suppressed and you 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 can hardly breathe so let yeah. me tell us now the new model that you are building into uh that you have now the system that is house uses for investors that 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 improved from that first complex how does yes. it work how does it look like now well we we are uh, like i said um the lombardi so we the the the, the good example is the lombardi the lombardi um project that we and did about the lombardi project mm -hmm. so lombardi project is about it's about 98 units of um one bedroom or you can call it studio apartments yeah um yeah so uh we we built 98 units it took literally it took us um literally uh, three weeks to fill up the pro the, the property um now um after after they've used um they've eased um the lockdown we had we had a couple of tenants moving out because now they've lost their jobs but yeah. we didn't have a challenge having to replace those um those tenants I can. I wow. hardly. I hardly advertise those um, those apartments because once someone goes out, they already recommend someone to, you know, to replace wow. them. In that, so we we already have a lot of people that are interested into. So at at most of the time, most of the time we are we are fully led okay. in in all our apartments mm. because because it's um it's something that people want it's very affordable we're charging 2500 for a studio apartment that is that has wow. that has parking that has you know uh security, security. Yeah. yeah and cameras and stuff like that so people oh feel God. secure and they still they still are comfortable in the in their own space and there wow is that is amazing but what, how does how does it work for your investors? What what does the the system look like? So, if I'm invested, my five hundred thousand is in the Lombardi apartments. I am. It is a person who who knows that this is long term. There's no sale. I am not getting out. I'm not getting out for how long? What does it mean? 
So basically what we do, we, we do, our model is, is basically a fractional uh, ownership. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, so, so you become part, a part owner of that complex. Mm. So, okay. so, you, 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 so what basically means is that, um, say, if you invested, you've, if you invested 20% in a, in a complex, yeah. that means every single month we pay, we pay out to you um, 20% of the net <laughs> profits. Okay. the net profits wow. and then um should you wish to 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 sell we have the first option to buy um yeah. so we'll, we'll wow. buy back your share without even hesitating um and should we not be should should it be happen that we are in a position where uh, we can't we as a company as bees house we can't buy your shares your 20 percent yeah. then we open it to the people that are in that complex to say, that have invested in that complex to say, look guys, um, one of our investors is, is selling their shares. So the market value of your share, of, of, the, uh, of their shares, it's sitting at this much. And then uh, yeah. any, any party that is interested in buying your shares, they'll, they'll, they'll do so. Should it happen, of which is, I, I don't think it will be likely that it happens, that <laughs> should it happen that, within the complex um, investors no one is willing to buy then we open it up to other investors in our platform before mm. before it even goes out to external parties absolutely yeah so, so yeah. ownership I, I really want us to educate as well as we go along in fractional yeah. ownership um as a fractional owner um, am I able to list my shares in my asset class? Yes. Is it something I can borrow against? And is it something that, e that I can write in my will for my daughter? That's um, so good que well, excellent well, question, Mizo. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that question, Ashley. Yeah. So for now, we, we don't allow, allow people to borrow against. Okay. Um, but but it's something that you can you can list in your assets. It okay. is something that you can you can you can pass it on to your kids. You can you can write in your will because if if because that's that's where you know succession plan comes in. We have yeah. we have for our investors we sign they sign um, what we call a a beneficiary uh, nomination form. Um, yeah. So the, should it happen that they pass on and then they, they don't have a will, so we know who's the rightful owner of those shares and stuff like that. I see. Mm. I see. Yeah. So that's, okay. that's very important. And is there a minimum, yeah. a minimum of participation? I can't come and say I only have twenty thousand, and Van has got five hundred thousand, and Lebohan has got a million, and Witness has got two million. What is the minimum participation onto this fractional model? So, uh, so it depends with with um, so with, it depends with the size of the project, right? Okay. So, with with the smallest project that we have, um, I think currently we have the smallest project at one million two hundred and fifty thousand. Um, and the minimum on that it's fifty thousand. Um, okay. So, so may, the reason why we do we do this as well is also to give to give an ordinary person an uh, an, opportunity an opportunity to also access yeah. 
to access the development um you know side of 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 the property investment so we are opening it we are opening the market to to even a an ordinary person out there um that that doesn't have much capital at their disposal yeah yeah, yeah. That, wow that is, that is amazing because how do you think yeah. when you are sitting with our mothers and whatever and they are sitting on a sunday like the sunday is coming up and they they have amongst them twenty thousand, mm. and they want to participate yeah. in a thing like this just so that they get the feel the touch and the feel and i yeah. like that are so close to the township because they can point and say <laughs> Yeah. And it, 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 it's yeah. such a sense of pride and I just find yes. that you know, the software models have, have always existed. I know you speak of it yeah. in lots of English of fractional ownership and all sorts of things. But and crowdfunding. Basically, basically, and stock that could have drawn lots of these women yeah. have done a lot yeah. with all these offers and those are the kind of people yeah. that really they we know they've they've collected nine no i went to university on yeah. collect collecting monies that is stock fail you know, yeah all of yes, yes, yeah yes. so it's very very important it's very very important how we put things and the reason why some of us participated later in our lives in property level is exactly because of this whole english yes you late and <laughs> yeah? and and the reason why this podcast exists and I am in it with and this much passion is because <laughs> I want to demystify the English, yeah, fractional capital leverage. Yay, Lisa, I'm glad that you said that, right? Yeah. Because I yeah. think uh even for someone who has a finance background like myself, Lebuchang, like the English beats me, you know, yeah. and I've been speaking English most of my <laughs> life, you know. So I like it. And I feel like even for native English speakers, this is why finance, the financial world is such a big mystery to them because no, and to no. all of us should i say because no. it's not language that we use in our everyday right yes. so yes. i love that miso brought this up so yeah, what 100%. other projects apart from the lombardi project are you involved in can you share some of those so that people can get an idea of what's happening at this house all right. Currently, we have the completed. Um, just to mention a few of the completed yeah. ones, we have um, Creslon. We have I've mentioned the the, the Bashley one. Um, we have we have Foslerus. We have. Okay, Lombard. you're gonna have to slow down for us and give us a brief description. So if you go like Creslon, we don't really know what it is. So please just like unpack it. How many units? um all that ways it based the idea behind it just small little blip Summary. Right. Please. all right yeah. the, the, the first one <laughs> the first one i've already spoken about it it's 18 units in in, in Bashley. and yeah. the second yeah. um the other one it's in Creslon. it's about uh, 19 units 
um, yeah. in, in Kempton Park. And then the other one, it's in Winchester Hills. It's about, uh, it's about 12, 12 units um of two bedrooms um okay. the other one it's lombardi lombardi west uh, which is 98 yeah. units um, there's four slurs um there's 27 units and four slurs and we are we are currently busy with about six projects at the moment yeah. um wow which is, which is four slurs there's there's four slurs there's four in tembisa and there's um there's um Rodiport as well which is um our biggest project wow. at the moment Rodiport, so, tell us a little Gazi. about that please that's my daddy <laughs> tell, tell us what is what is that wait, wait uh, let me see um I, I can't really uh let me see um i think i have the name somewhere it's test test something let me see uh let me look for it um so that one it's about so we're building we're building about 98 units of those i'm uh, no yeah. sorry um 380 units um in uh, oh my goodness in yeah. in in Rodiport. so um wow. so that one um the project is set to 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 commence um around um november december from okay. from now yeah, because we still wow. we still busy uh, with the contracts, you know, with the investors um, going back and forth um, with the contracts, legal documents, and and and, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so the project it's in um, where is that? Uh, Trust Jolly, extension thirty. Trust Jolly, it's it's right next to Neo School. It's on the streets of Maragon and whatever, right? Yes, yes, where, yes. Where, wow. the, where the Monash University is. Yes, right? very close to Monash. It's like wow. five, five kilometers from Monash or so. Oh, wow. That sounds like an ideal location. It's great. Yes. You guys are going to get students and get um, the the parents that want to be close to school sister uh, to good schools oh my goodness wow yeah, so, which, so which brings me oh continue so yeah that's how we we choose our locations based on um you know um prime so we we look for prime locations most of the time more than anything um uh -huh. for for practicality and an accessibility to a lot of amenities around around the the uh, the developments that we do so we don't really do the outskirts developments where you buy land outside an area then you need to put transport systems and stuff like that so we we build we normally yeah. build in 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 already established areas um that are already developed and they have amenities around and stuff like that oh wow um so Lebohang, how i was introduced to you was because someone tagged me on something on one of witnesses posts on facebook so witness is our episode 37 guest and then i started reading for some reason i was like okay let me take time to read all the various comments 
And one of the things on um, there that made me go, okay, we need you on the show, was that Witness um, was answering a question about municipal lands. Um, and he was saying, it, someone was asking, how do you access land in the city in Johannesburg where you yes. want it and he was and witness answered that you need to go through the municipality and talk to Lebohan. I didn't know who you were. I was just like I just saw talk to Lebohan. I was like I am on this. So I literally just responded to the <laughs> comment and was just like thank you talking to Lebukhan, we need to ask him this question on the podcast. We are literally on the podcast just to answer this question. Obviously <laughs> now we know we made a good move to have you on the podcast. But Thank, so thank you, you very much. How do you secure land in the city for someone who is interested in maybe leasing land? Because um, I do believe that you can lease the land or you can buy it. So how does someone go about talking to the municipality to do that? So um, the municipality have a town planning department, right? Um, yes. Every municipality has a town planning department and on, 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 all, the, um, on all their departments, uh, town planning departments, they have, they have, um, they have, um, you know, a list of uh, pieces of land that are unoccupied mm. in the area and and the use for them. So what wow. what they are reserved for. So you, you just go there and you inquire um, and yes. they might ask you to identify a few that you've seen in whatever area that you are interested in. And then once you have identified that, you come back with those addresses and then they look within their, their records to see um, uh, what are those lands um, reserved for? And then if they can, and they they will ask for a proposal to say, look, uh, give us a proposal. If 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 that land is, um, for instance, if if it was reserved for a different purpose, uh, but yeah. your proposal is good enough for them to to you know to either sell it to you or lease it to you, then they will do so. Mm -hmm. But and what does it mean with the municipality? Does it mean you have this long-term relationship with the municipality where you are almost renting the land? Is that, is that what it means? So it depends on, on, on the agreement with you, with, with, with okay. you and them to say okay. um, um, if, if you are leasing it, then obviously there's a lease period that okay. you, yeah. you, you obviously when I enter into with them. But yeah. if you are buying, then then at the end of the transaction you get the title deed obviously that's now the the, the rights of the land ownership it's it's now transferred to you then you can Absolutely. do whatever that you want within the, the land rights um with it so and then they don't you don't have to you know report back to them unless if you know you're changing the land use rights and, and stuff like that and another thing is that the government is also disposing disposing land is giving people land so yeah, that's that's another another oh, aspect of the country. Okay. Whoa, wait a minute. The government so this is fascinating. So how do people access the land that the government is giving to people? 
And is there, are they giving to, are they giving the land in all parts of Johannesburg or are there certain specific parts where this land is being given? I, I am not sure as if it's only um, in Gauteng or, or the whole, whole of South Africa, but I, I'd like to believe it's that it's, it's, it's the whole country where, where the government, the government has the mandate to give people land because of, um, you know, redistribution of land ownership and stuff like that. So yeah, they are, they are giving people land. Uh, they have that mandate to, to give people land and they are actually behind schedule they um, are. Do that. Yeah. So they are well. So how do you? Wow. So are. how do you qualify for this land? That uh, normally do you do you go to uh, the municipality as well? Or? Yes, you do. Okay. You do go to the municipality as well and make inquiries. When it comes to that, and then they'll give you all the answers that that pertaining to mm -hmm. to, to your request or your inquiry. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that is amazing. That is amazing. I think, mm -hmm. I did not know this actually. Nizo, did you know that the government is giving I, land and that you can go and inquire at the municipality about getting I land? Access, I have access, I have access to people who talk about it in, 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 in the land bank. And yeah. my, my understanding has been totally different because in the land bank, I think that's where the <clears throat> happens when they are redistributing the yeah. land. That's as far as, yeah. that's as far as I have been aware. I, I wasn't aware that the municipality, there's a way of, of inquiring. And then I know that yeah. people can reclaim land that had been occupied when, 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 when apartheid was being instilled. So that, that was a totally different thing as well. Yeah, I, and I knew about the reclaiming. I didn't know about the process of distributing the land and that you can go make inquiries about land oh my gosh these that are is, opportunities that, that are just not publicized that is important and this well, well they are it's just that, yeah. it's just that um I, people take take uh, take little time if if any time at all to to you know to learn about these to educate about to educate themselves about such things or or to even inquire about about such things people are they don't really, um, you know, um, search, yeah, search for knowledge because because this is not hidden knowledge. It's public knowledge. It's it's it's, it it's available yeah. to everyone that that seeks it. If you go to the municipality yeah. and you ask about it, they will freely give it to you. But you obviously have yeah. to seek that knowledge in order to to gain it. So it's not it's not like a you know, secrets that are hidden and they are only known by the likes of Le Hang and, and only that. No. It's public no, knowledge. Yeah. You know, no. Don't start with no, me. No, honestly, though. Don't, Le Hang, honestly, we, we didn't know this and we have been uh, doing this real estate podcast now for almost a year, you know, and yeah. this is the first time. And... Clearly, people were interested in this topic because I did get tagged on to that topic, right? Yeah. About land yeah. and people were asking, how does one do this? So it's yeah. not as public as we would think it is. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe the way it is. It is again. public. I but think. I think also. You are right. Like it is public, but let me tell you where, for instance, I will have heard about it, and, and now that you say. 
So I'll be sitting at a Sapoa conference, né? or mm -hmm. a conference that is that is hosted by 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 the then uh, uh, Hemen Mashaba, then mayor of 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 Gauteng. So you are yes. sitting there. There's a whole lot of information that is being said, but again, it is it is hidden in capital leverage fractional title yeah. blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. it is the way we package and yes. the reason why this podcast exists i repeat is can you can you package things in a way that your traditional person can hear things so mm. that the right people who are supposed to actually lend on this information hear it you know i'm thinking about fliss for instance ne? Fliss yes. Is, is that, yes yes that, yeah yes. For, for, for first time owners of of of, of houses how many level hands who are 27 don't know about fliss and they end up yes. in a stupid deal in 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 mid rent and they are paying seven thousand rent yes. House and they can start their property portfolio. You want good pieces. So I think yeah. now that you say, I actually know exactly what you're talking about because I, I was at a Guru Lane conference where something like this was being said. I still didn't hear it because mm, yeah. in the language, we don't know how yeah. to educate black people, yet we are black and we sit with our black people and we know that Abai refractional. Yeah. <laughs> ownership is important and then it's all politicized and then the next thing you hear it from EFF and you are saying hey, I wonder what that, hey, maybe that that's yeah. why it's in the ANC you know land ownership is important yeah. and we need to do that yeah. can tell black people exactly how to get to this exactly. level <laughs> Me, I want to unpack property in Situana. I'm tired of this. <laughs> I am an activist of language now. <laughs> that that yeah, word of fractional. Yeah, people should 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 invest more on, on learning about these things as well, to seek knowledge, you know, to 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 seek education about yeah. you know investments, to seek education about public information because there's how many people for instance how many people read the government gazette because this is where exactly where um these things are public are publicized yeah. so government yeah. gazette how many people that you know personally read a government gazette from time to time but again so, you're talking like again government gazette is so like i have read government gazette okay and i have been bored out of my skull unless i'm going for something specific because the language the way that things are phrased i'm just like oh but again it's like what we want to do is we want to make investment accessible to let's say a young 25 year old in the yes. squatter camp who has a decent job but they are yes. the first in their family That's like you but That's they have uh, to go to university but they've never studied finance they went yes. to maybe study social science but now they have yes. a little bit of money how do they do that they don't have the finance background yes. it doesn't take it just by simplifying the language you know just by saying you can start with back rooms in the township 
you don't even have to go to the suburbs. You can just jump from the squatter camp into the next, um, over the road into the township and buy a house and then build yeah. back rooms. That Absolutely. makes you a real estate Let investor. Do you, you see how we've now how we've now let me tell make you this example. accessible? Let me yeah, give you an example of why we are talking about this. When you are a government that's serious about poverty eradication and you don't want people to be relying yeah. on you, you give them this information, yeah. you empower them, yeah. and then empower them to even access the capital that you're yes. talking about and stop calling it capital. Let me tell you how it's done in Rwanda. Yes. How people in Rwanda know where to access low-cost housing. It is written like mm. they are messaging the COVID-19 right now. You know about social distancing. Yeah. A seven-year-old knows about social distancing today and wearing a mask because all the titles are written on yeah. the TV. All the titles are written. The messaging is all over. So in wow. Rwanda, when they talk about low-cost housing, they say, uh, Mkuku in mid-rent. <laughs> Here is the low-cost housing number that you access for municipal yes. And whatever in bold level hang in bold yes. our government I, is not committed to our people. Yes. And when you're committed yes. to our people, you can't talk about government gazette when they yes. in this in this country. Hundred percent. So I, I, I totally agree with you guys and and I, I agree with simplifying things. Yeah. My point I'm trying to make is is we are as much as we need to simplify things and and, and make um, information more accessible. more accessible. But while we are doing that, uh, people, we should not make excuses for people to take responsibility to I learn agree. on their own and to go out and seek knowledge, to go, you know, to, 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 to go an extra mile to say, it, it, it is upon Let myself. I so upon myself to to, to 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 learn and 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 gain more information and awesome. you know expose myself to things that I do not know. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree but <laughs> and yeah. it's such a strong but, right? I agree fully. Yeah. But the thing yeah. is that we need to understand that people need to start somewhere. Right. Yes. If yes. something like Government Gazette is something that bores even me, who who has done <laughs> finance, who has done the MBA, who knows what these things are about, then we can't say that like okay, people need uh people need to be so uh, they need to go on this quest for knowledge. And we also need to understand that sometimes knowledge is not as easily accessible as we want it to be. So first, first case in point is the one thing that I keep talking to Mizo about offline, which is just data costs. That South Africa has so many systemic issues that we don't yeah. talk about, right? It's just like information is readily available on google it's readily available on youtube it's readily available on all these and platforms the in sri lanka in sri lanka for 50 gigabytes a month i pay 120 rand for 50 Yo. gigabytes yeah. you know so that is 120 yeah. rand in south africa 50 gigabytes is so much money and it makes <laughs> that information inaccessible 
right yeah. so already it's not i i feel like they are we can't say that knowledge is easily accessible when they are actual barriers to knowledge i think that what we're saying is that can we also start actively talking about these barriers to knowledge of course i can host as many podcasts and do as many live videos when i'm running an online business from sri lanka because i just told you data for me costs less than a meal in this country for 50 gigabytes it costs me less than it would for me to go eat out in this country right and my internet is yeah, great it's stable you know at telcom at telcom our national telecommunications company 699 for 50 gigs so that tells you instantly you have cut out my mother can't afford 699 because then they give 99 or herself well, I understand. So it's a whole, it's a whole problem. It's a whole problem, but that's not yeah. that's not part of our podcast. I'm almost like full because Lebuhang Bona, you have given us so much to go and ponder, and we had never really had a person doing development um, and yeah. unpacking development of, of of properties and especially. Yeah. And this is this is what this podcast is about. Our people need to understand mm. that they are models. And the doctor who is sitting in the same township, Otembisa, who says, God, I don't have time to go and develop. He can invest mm. in this township that he's living in, in your model, yeah. Yakopi's house. I, I really, yeah. really, really appreciate yeah. that. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Then I don't... Yeah. I, don't I love this. <laughs> yeah. No, Thank I you. love this interview and I love that we just had this whole unpacking Lebuchang. Thank you so much. Shall we move Thank on you. to the next segment of the show? Lisa? No problem. Awesome. On to the next segment of our show. Magical feedback from our hosts. Where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode. So welcome to Magical Feedback. That, guys, this is the part of the show where we share our takeaways. Who means I'm going to have you start <laughs> off. Like I've got quite a few. I have a lot of them, a lot of them. I don't know how to, how to pick up and how to leave some. Let me start. Let me start with my first takeaway. I think my first takeaway with Lebohang, we kept bringing him back to the same thing that I keep yeah. doing, that property investment and property investment, the way it's packaged mm. to our people, it is the language that is not simplified, that makes most people yes. not to participate. And I kept bringing him back to that, that, you know, mm. when we speak about fractional ownership, leverage capital yeah right you you lose so many people in the process and 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 i appreciate that there is a young man who has you know he has learned all these terms but he was able to bring it down to egasi properties so that is my one takeaway as we speak to our people let's speak in a language that can be heard what's Ooh, your number yes. one takeaway you are so like passionate about that. I know that. Uh, my one takeaway was just his, um, I feel like his deep emotional intelligence. 
right? Like this is something that comes through so nuanced, mm. but like also mm. so clearly. He's mm. got this deep understanding of uh, mm. himself and that it's not just about the skills, right? Mm. Like how he sat down and he decided, I want to understand what makes those people who have all these mm. things and yeah. all these assets and all this money, what makes them different to me? Yeah. You know, how are yeah. they thinking? How yeah. are they seeing the world? And then like yeah. actively going to read up on that yeah. and saying, how do they live? Like, what yeah. is their way of doing life? I yeah. think that is so, so powerful, Absolutely. right? Because often, Absolutely. and we talk a lot about this, that it goes beyond money. It money. goes towards also mm -hmm. understanding yourself and analyzing yeah. yourself and mm -hmm. changing your habits. That it's mm -hmm. not just that you go, you get the education and everything is hunky-dory. It's also about that. changing our habits that no longer suit us and adopting new habits of habits that we did not learn at home because our parents didn't know what they didn't know. So they couldn't impart this knowledge to us. Right. Yeah. So now he went out of his way to learn and to acquire that knowledge. That for me is the height of emotional intelligence. Incredible. Just incredible. Yeah. It's a mindset that he has and he, he worked for it. Yeah. He worked yeah. for it. It didn't just get infused yeah. from somewhere magically. He didn't yeah. just breathe it in. So he, yeah. he, he really, and that is tied to to what I was going to talk about here. That so he noticed that most people when they start working because he grew up in Tembisa. Tembisa is a suburb yeah. that's very close to Kempton Park and Midrand. So in yeah. Tembisa, your youngster that has made it in life in inverted mm -hmm. commas, made it in life, ends up with an apartment in mid-rent. But what does yeah. it mean to be in mid-rent? It means you have got to have 6,000 to 7,000 for rental. You also have yeah. to have a transport, right? So you yeah. have to have a car. And most of those 25-year-olds absolutely do not have any enough to pay a rent yeah. and a car for 7,000 each, they end up with no furniture yeah. or food in the fridge. So what yeah. he decided, what he even decided was that, okay, the way I'm going to model is they all want to live in a townhouse with their own bathroom, with a cute little place where they can entertain their friends. And that's why the model of their development is apartments that are closed or just outside of our traditional townships, the way they were. Yes. I loved the fact that he became an entrepreneur who knew what young people wanted and what yes. sort of accommodation they were looking for. They are not looking to live with their parents forever, yeah. but they are in a rental space that they can afford without yeah. choking themselves, right? So a yeah. rental of 2,500 decent little studio yeah. apartment outside of the township, close to the family, close to transport and close to the workplace yeah. is what is is what he was solving as a young and a property yeah. entrepreneur. And he is killing it in that market. I really, he really is. love it. Really, really love it. Oh, that. I love it too. Hey? It's yeah. like, it's basically he understood his market because he, he is did. the market. He is yeah. the age group. 
he yeah. is uh, the person so he speaks that language he knows yeah. what it is that that market wants yeah so so yeah. powerful i really yeah. really love that and um, my yeah. other takeaway is also what he said about business is about taking risk and there is a cost to knowledge right yeah. it it always brings me back to this like when i started in business right like i really really wanted everything for free i started with that mm. mindset everything is free if i go on youtube i go on google and i just keep googling and everything but then it's like pretty soon i had information overwhelm and all that free information wasn't exactly was very general it wasn't specific to me right yeah. the fact that yeah. he realized at a very at such an early age to be just like knowledge comes at a cost business is about taking risk it, it becomes riskier when i don't have the knowledge and i don't have the tribe and the advice right. that i want right mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. what if i go and i get the knowledge that is specific to me that doesn't mm -hmm. require me to go searching for 10 hours what i could have solved in 30 minutes by just getting on a call you know so 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 powerful i really that really love so that powerful. oh my god it's yeah. tied to the it's actually tied to the live class that you did yesterday at wealthy man event because this is exactly yeah. what you can't yeah. do have somebody yeah. else do it but you yeah. got to pay for it as well right yeah. you got to pay for it and when yeah. you exchange fairly with other people mm. you actually gain a little bit more than you yeah. would have gotten on your own yeah. i love that oh yeah. i am struggling with my third takeaway because <laughs> i've got number 5678901112 takeaway <laughs> but i'm going to choose this particular one because because of the way lebohang you know you could see he was struggling i asked him what what is the resource that you would love to share with our podcast listeners a, a youtube mm. a podcast and he was really struggling to get to it but he ended up saying my mentor you know he kept repeating my mentor spent so much time but you know oh. when i'm sitting yeah and he said when i'm in my car for instance i am talking to either my investment banker or i'm talking to the accountant or i'm talking to my mentor and you can see how yeah. he utilizes people yeah. and he utilizes people that know more mm. than him which yes. is, which is what we struggle the most most of us yes asking yes asking for help asking the right questions yes and being willing to say i do not know you know exactly speaking. and yes. what i find i would speak for my peers you know once you are over 40 and 50 you think you do not need advisors but that is wow incredible incredible because you've gained a little bit of wisdom but remember yeah. in property and property development you don't know enough so yeah. you are forever going to have to be to be mm. in company with people who yeah. know a little bit more than yourself i i i think that's such an important thing yeah what's your last takeaway then wow okay so misa what you just said reminds me of how like on whatsapp you'll sometimes send me messages <laughs> yeah. you'll be like van how do you do this in the business like how did yeah. you do this on instagram yeah. how did and i'm yeah. like 
I don't know. I don't yeah. do any of that. That's it. That's it. <laughs> like, that's that is Sophia. And that's so funny because people always think that, oh, if it's there and your business is doing it, you know how to do it. No, my team is doing all the yeah. things that, that are getting done on the back end. And I literally have no clue. And the fact yeah. that I have no clue how it even works and like I have made no effort to try and figure it out except to say it works shows that that's probably not my core skill. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think this is so pertinent, what you've just yeah. said. I, I actually can't stress what you've just said enough because it's the one thing that stops us from expanding. Mm -hmm. And for me, my final takeaway was just like, wow. Can we just talk about the 300% return on investment? Thank you. That Thank he you made. That. Oh my gosh. On like 18 units. Yeah. Okay. Again. Yeah. So 300%. Okay. So, wow. Okay. This is like his first development, right? He sold 18 units and he got back, he made 300% profit. That yeah. for me is so amazing. Like, honestly, yeah. it's, it's so incredible, right? Yeah. And I think this is um, such an interesting thing because uh, I actually, my feedback isn't so much the 300%, right? It is so much around why he sold, right? The feedback being that he sold because it wasn't in alignment with his strategy. He wanted to be in complete alignment with the strategy that he's not going like everywhere. He's not going like, oh, this is profitable. Let's do it. Oh, this is profitable. Let's do it. He was like, I need to focus and have my thing that I'm going to be a niche in real estate. And that's what he did. He got rid of all the things that are that may be out of alignment with where he's going with his strategy yeah wow so yeah. so powerful i and mean mind-blowing that's how they refined their strategy to say okay so we're going to do a fractional ownership and that's how they perfected the system. Remember, this yeah. was his first development. I really, really yeah. like that. But also when yeah. we start on our property journeys, we think we're going to get it right the first time. Yes. Most of us, I, I have yet to come across anyone that started with the first investment and it was the perfect yeah. thing. My first investment yes. was the home that I live in. It is an yeah. oops. It's an oops. You know, yeah. now in retrospect, because I know what I know now, it's, oh man, yeah. I could have done this better. Oh man. I yes. Could have done but all of us, I remember one of the coaches that came on here, uh, Carlos said, I come from the school of hard knocks. And that's, yes. that's exactly you got to have had paid your school fees yeah. for you to go through. And it's, yeah. it's, it's such an incredible thing to share. Well, it we, is. Yeah. We need yeah, a whole podcast on the learnings of this <laughs> Right? Wow. Let's move on to the next segment of the show. Let's do that. Ooh. Now on to the journey to magical expansion, where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. 
So, Property Magicians, welcome to the next segment of our show. Wow. So, I'm going to have Mizo start us off on the journey to magical expansion with her favorite question. Lebohan, since your favorite thing is to look for information, tell me one book that really changed your life, that made this Lebohan that you are today. Just one book. It can be a business book. It can be a fiction. It can be a property book. Any book. Well, the number one book that I, I actually wrote, wrote a status about this on my, on my timeline the other time. Is so, it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the best book that I, I get this question a lot, actually. Um, oh, so the best book that I always recommend for people to, to, to learn from, it's called The Book of Life, of which we are individually writing every single day. So, so from basically what I'm trying to say is from, from our daily experiences and the challenges that we, came, we come across and the experiences that we have, that's, that's actually the biggest lesson that you can ever learn from, uh, from, from, from any book. So you, you can read Aww. all the books that you like, but um, you know, you'll learn more from your own life practical experiences than you will ever learn from any other book. Um, but to, to give you other books that I've written, that I've, re- um, that I've um, read, yeah. that changed my life, um, it will be um, The 5 a.m. Club. Uh, that's that's okay. the one book that I can recommend. And I'm also re-reading this book here. Uh, it's called uh, How to Influence um, Friends, How to Win Friends and Influence People. So this is also one of... I, I read this book at least five times a year. It's it's quite wow. it's quite an interesting and um, uh, a good read. Uh, I read this um, to refresh to refresh my knowledge from time to time. I I, I like it as well. So wow. yeah, those those are some of the books that I can you know um, recommend people to um, to to read. Thank you. Wow. Wow, thank you so much, Lebohan. Um, yeah, now you've convinced me. This book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, has been on my Kindle um, a book thing for a while. I've never read it. <laughs> like, I always go like, eh, I'll see it next time. So now you're, you're basically influencing me and inspiring me to read it. So yeah. what it's quite an interesting <laughs> what keeps you inspired, Lebohan? Um, so what what inspires me the most is is is, is helping people more than anything, right? Mm. So seeing, you know, seeing seeing myself making a difference in, 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 in one's person in, in one person's life makes me um, feel, feel good about myself and uh, you know uh, it adds it's it adds on my purpose of, of living as well um, yeah. because I've taken I've taken a responsibility upon myself to um, as much as I'd like to grow my um, in my own you know personal capacity when yeah. bed finance bed um, education bed um, family bed yeah. um, all these other assets and, 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 and stuff like that I also I also took uh, took it upon myself to say look I, I want to help as many people as possible 
as 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 I rise, I I want to pull people up. As 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 I I am liberated, I want to liberate others. As I am enlightened myself, I want to you know give as many people light as possible um, in in the process. So so that's the that's the number one thing that um, when I wake up in my list in my um, vision board, that's the first thing in the in the in the, in, in the list to say you know help someone Aww. to achieve something to to better themselves to 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 empower themselves so that so that they can you know be be self-reliant um be self-sufficient um be able to stand on their own be able to um you know um also help someone else because that's how you change the world one person at a time and if Absolutely. all of us do that if all of us do that every day then we will eventually have a better a, a better uh, absolutely yeah yeah so, so that's, that's that is such a such a such a good thing to be inspired yeah. by yeah so what would you say you wish you had known before you became a property developer a property investor and a fund manager because this house is managing as fund what do you wish you 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 had known before uh, well, I, I don't think even if I were to do things all over again, I'll change anything because um, I think everything that I've learned over the years, the experiences that I've, 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 I've had, the mistakes that I've had, the price that I've paid, the money that I've lost, they all yeah. made they all made me who I am today and um, yeah. this better I, they all made me a better businessman and okay. a better a better investor at the end of the day so I, don't, I wouldn't change anything really I would yeah. nothing oh that is beautiful that is so beautiful so what do you think you still need to learn Lebukhan? a lot everything <laughs> <laughs> think, okay, well, think, in property, <laughs> a lot because uh, you can. That's a lot. You can never, you can never stop learning in life, and that's yeah. that's my everyday thing. I I read, I read for at least an hour every single day. That's yeah. minimum. Yeah. Minimum. That's the minimum time that I allocate to to reading. I read yeah. at least an hour for an hour. I, I'm always learning from other people. I'm always, I don't, wow. I don't, I don't think I know it all. I don't know anything. Actually, if you ask yeah. me, I just, I just, um, I'm a, I'm a life student and I'm a graduate, I'm a graduate um, of life as well. So as I, as I climb the ladder, there's, there's still a lot that I still need to learn that I, 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 I open myself to, to learning as well. Absolutely. Mm, right. Wow. Now, the last question. What property resource do you want to share with our listeners? Um, anything in your government gazettes or the podcast? That you follow religiously, that you think, you know, most people could learn something out of this. Mm. What, what one resource would you like to share or two? Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, resource, let me see. Uh, podcast, YouTube that you really like that you naturally just yeah. go to when you're driving. Well, I, you know, I actually listen to a lot of things at the same time, eh? but I, I think, um, 
depending on depending on 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 your property investment method then i think you can find at least a life coach that uploads videos or or a an in, a property investor that constantly um uploads videos on that on that particular um topic yeah. um yeah so i think i think it will be it will be have it will have to be um personal a personal thing to say to look for a specific person to say look because i speak to most most of the time i speak to, when i'm driving i am on the phone on speaker or with with my mentor with oh. my <laughs> yeah so i'm either with my mentor on the phone or my lawyer or my banker or you know i'm always with with my people that are building me within 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 my space that's those are the people that i mostly speak to almost every day my mentor my my accountant um my investment um my investment banker is actually one of the person that i bought i think i call him five times in a day or so so um yeah those are the people that i i constantly buzz bunch of ideas with and and we talk about uh, different things how to expand how to grow um now what needs to be done what what needs to be changed and 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 stuff like that so i spend most of my time with with a lot of professionals that are uh supporting me most uh, modern modern i listen to those pro- podcast and 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 youtube videos but i do Aww. i do listen to a lot of those i do read a lot i do follow a lot of people also on social media that are doing quite well like for instance witness is witness has also inspired me growing up because we went to the, we go to the same church so i i saw him growing oh, wow. in the space yeah oh, so Okay. Yeah, so oh, that's beautiful. That's awesome. I'm gonna call him your resource, your mentor, and your resource. yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so I am. I think but, what I'm hearing from this is actually your tribe is also your resource. Your resource. The people that you surround yourself with that's have the 100%. ability to change the way you perceive the world and the way that you see things they can help with problem solving which i think is actually very true so yeah, wow I think, this is I think my biggest resource my biggest resource is my mentor he he has done quite well for himself and he yeah he he works like he's still starting out so that's one of the the greatest thing that i actually admire about him he has over yeah. he's he has close to 500 properties in south africa oh my and, goodness and and he he still wake, wakes up and 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 works like he is doing his first deal ever so wow that's 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 wow. my my biggest resource at the moment that is absolutely incredible thank you so much levohan how do thank people you. get hold of you um, so cuz there are people listening in and thinking i want to be part of this journey i want to be in on the next project <laughs> so um they can contact if they want to contact my office they can just contact info at bizhouse.co.za um our whatsapp line it's 067-881-44229 and um on all social media platforms as lebohang lebebe um lebohang underscore lebebe facebook um instagram twitter um 
and I'll be starting my YouTube channel in the next couple of weeks or so. So yeah, that's how nice. people. But I'm more active. I'm actually more active on Facebook than any other social media platform. So if people want to learn a lot from me, because I, I share a lot of my thoughts in there, so they can just follow me. Don't send a friend request. Click a follow button. That's your best. <laughs> That's your I best. I've just done that. I see that. I, like, I learned that the hard way. A <laughs> little was like, I can't add you as a friend, and then I don't know how I got upgraded to being added. <laughs> <laughs> it's because uh, you know, there's there's other people that will annoy you. Obviously, you have to block them. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you people that that did the annoying i became a friend <laughs> thank you, thank you so much yeah thank you very much guys it was it was a very lovely um interview i really enjoyed it thank we you for hosting me you did too thank, thank you, you. And thank you right. so much, Property Magicians. And obviously, my co-host, Mizo. Shall we call it a day, Mizo? Do you have anything else to say? Oh, gosh. This has been a long one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, from, my, from my side, uh, thank you very much, guys. Have yourself a lovely day. This is Monday. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy your Thank you. Day. Bye, thank guys. You Thank you for joining us for the Property Magicians podcast. Please share this episode with your family, friends, and even strangers. If you find this valuable, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and Podbean Station. Or better yet, subscribe to our mailing list at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy money.com and receive our complimentary creating intentional wealth ebook also join the conversation on facebook in our facebook group just type in wealthy money magicians answer the questions and join the facebook group let's have a conversation about money and all things property related thank you once again